Obamacare is in jeopardy once again, and the question is whether the Supreme Court will have to decide the fate of the Affordable Care Act once again. A federal judge in Texas ruled that the entire law was unconstitutional last Friday night in a lawsuit filed by a coalition of 20 Republican-led states. President Trump had ordered the Justice Department to stop defending the ACA, and he applauded the judge's decision in a speech at the Congressional Ball. I believe we're going to get really good health care. Exciting things happened over the last 24 hours. Joining me now is Tim Jost, a professor at Washington and Lee School of Law. Tim, this lawsuit's challenge to the ACA is centered on the individual mandate. Tell us about it and the judge's ruling. Well, the individual mandate was the provision of the Affordable Care Act that required people to either have health insurance or fit into an exception or pay a tax. And as the law was signed, it was challenged with the argument that Congress had no authority to require people to buy a product. And uh, the Supreme Court ultimately agreed with that after a couple of years of litigation. But what the Supreme Court said was it Congress can't do that, but what Congress can do is to give people the choice of either being insured or paying a tax, and that's what Congress did, and that's okay. Congress does have the power to tax. O'Connor, uh, Judge O'Connor in Texas, says now that uh, since Congress in 2017 reduced the amount of the tax to zero, there's no longer a tax, and therefore the mandate is unconstitutional, and you're taking a huge jump. The entire 900 pages, hundreds of sections of the law all depend on the individual mandate, and therefore the whole law goes away. He's basically wrong at every step of his logic, but right now that's his judgment, and the country's going to have to figure out how to deal with it. So 17 Democrat-led states have intervened in the lawsuit, and they're going to appeal the decision to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is often referred to as the most conservative appellate court in the country. What's the likelihood that the judge's decision will be reversed? Well, I mean, it is one of the most conservative circuits in the country, and I believe it has as many active judges appointed by Trump as it does have judges appointed by all preceding Democratic presidents. Having said that, this decision is so outside of the bounds of the current law that I am fairly confident that just about any three-judge panel that they draw on the Fifth Circuit is going to reverse this decision. So at least at least reverse the part of it that says that the entire ACA collapses if the individual mandate is not sustainable. Uh, I mean, this decision affects every American. Uh, It affects people on Medicaid. It affects people on Medicare. It affects most of us who are covered through our jobs. It would repeal the Indian Health Service Act. It repeals a lot of provisions that have very little to do with health care. And so I think the idea that somehow if you pull out the individual mandate, restaurants should no longer have to disclose the calorie count of their burgers or nursing mothers should no longer have privacy, um, that's ridiculous. And I think just about any other judge in the country would see that. What about the Supreme Court? Is the Supreme Court going to take it in any event or might it just say no if the Fifth Circuit reverses? I think if the if the Fifth Circuit reverses, the Supreme Court will, in all likelihood, say no. We're going to leave it at that. Uh, I don't think Chief Justice Roberts is eager to have another Affordable Care Act case on his docket. But I mean, it would take four judges to decide that, four justices. But I, 
I really think if the Fifth Circuit reverses, as I expect, that that will be the end of it. If the Fifth Circuit affirms this judgment, then I think the Supreme Court will definitely have to take it. You can't just drop this big a bomb on the American health care system and ignore it. So Judge Reed O'Connor, the judge who made the decision in this case, was appointed by President George W. Bush. Tell us more about his decisions in previous challenges to the health law and also against efforts to expand transgender rights. Well, yes, he has been very hostile to transgender rights. He basically sees uh, there being men and there being women and there being nothing else, and therefore he reads the sex discrimination laws and the Affordable Care Act anti-discrimination provisions as only applying to men and women. So he has a couple of rulings now on transgender rights in which he has taken a very strong stance on that, contrary to the position many other judges have taken. With the Affordable Care Act, one of those cases was an Affordable Care Act case. There's also a case that's kind of in the weeds with respect to a health insurance tax Uh, where he ruled against the federal government uh, on a tax um, that is imposed on Medicaid-managed care plans. Um, He has also ruled against a number of other uh, Obama-era regulations. So he seems to be a very political judge, uh, to have a very strong political agenda, and he seems to be pursuing it through his court. He is the only judge in his particular uh, sub-district, so... Uh, anytime the Texas Attorney General or anybody else wants to get a particular ruling, they file it in his court, and he's the judge that they draw, as opposed to most courts in the country where you take your your luck when you file a case as to which of many judges you will end up with. Was the judge reversed on those Obamacare decisions? I don't believe any of them. I don't believe there are decisions yet in any of those cases. Um, although the federal government has appealed one of them and the issue in one of the other cases, the transgender rights under the Affordable Care Act has been litigated in a number of other courts who have gone the other way. All right. Thanks so much, Tim, as always. That's Timothy Jost, a professor at Washington and Lee School of Law.